Hello and welcome to the Black Women Working Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us again. How are we doing, everyone? Good, thank you. Very good. Very good. I want to sound good, but the weather is doing that madness. Oh, it's wow. looking nice where I am. Yeah, it's it always nice, nice weather in North London, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Outside of North, I can't vouch for anyone else. Okay. The, wow. the sun shines where you are, Nats. The sun shines Bas- where you are. <laughs> God's favourite. <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is just a quick reminder to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. On our social media handles are podcast. UK mm-hmm. is that right guys mm-hmm. why do I always get it wrong every time BWW podcast yeah UK. yeah UK UK but I said that and you guys said it was wrong no it was the hesitation trust, that I was trust doing. yourself babes trust yourself babes. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you see what I'm dealing with guys okay cool <laughs> the social media handles are at BWW podcast UK on Twitter and Instagram so please do follow us so today we're going to do things a little bit differently again and this episode is brought to you by the Level Up campaign and the Advancing Racial Equity Conference which is taking place on Thursday the 23rd of September 2021 and we are joined by a very very special impressive amazing guest Shireen Daniels the HR conversationalist and the managing director of HR Rewired. Oh my goodness, that was such an intro. I know. <laughs> I'm Listen, not even finished. I'm actually that's, not finished. That's without the accolades. That's without the accolades. And now to the accolades. And now, so um, Shireen is a wonderfully accomplished HR leader. She's a sought after speaker, advisor. She's been featured in Forbes. She's voted one of LinkedIn's top voices for 2020. And she's a board director. Wow. Okay, cool. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm still not finished. Shireen accelerates board level knowledge to implement strategic transformative programs to dismantle racism and advance racial equity. She's the vice chair of the Black Business Association Committee. And mm-hmm. she does a lot for black entrepreneurs and owners. And she shows the investable credibility of black business. Wow. Let me take a breath. And successfully, <laughs> significantly influencing the government's agenda on racial injustice, discrimination, economic empowerment. Okay. We know that's I not could the whole go on. Right? I, could go, I could go on. Her mm-hmm. clients are, for example, Cafe Nero, Green King, mm-hmm. Hobbs, Gala Coral, Carphone Warehouse, anybody and everybody, basically. So we've talked about your receipts, but first and foremost, we just want to thank you so much for joining us today, Shireen. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank it's... you so much for having me, honestly. Just hearing you like talk about what I'm doing. Can I bring my 13-year-old? Because she needs to hear this. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> she doesn't, she, she doesn't realise mummy is, is big in this game. Do you know what I mean? She's big no. in this game. She, she really does not. She will, though. She's only 13. Get, like, give it another five years at least. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, recognise. I mean, if mum is not viraling on TikTok, though. It's true. Right. Just doing a little dance with her. 100%. With my little five followers or whatever. She's like, what you got going on? <laughs> well, we recognise so we can be Thank the stands you. for today. Yeah. So, okay. So let's get into it. We're here to discuss the Level Up campaign that you are running and also to discuss the Advancing Racial Equity conference that is happening in September which we're really 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 excited about so I think first and foremost I know that I have just run through your amazing profile but it'd be really good just to kind of hear from you about your own career journey and how you've got from where you started to you know being a managing director of your own company and all the accolades and accolades that you have so yeah 
Oh my goodness, right, the floor's on me now. So, um, I, in essence, right, I've spent almost 20 years in HR um, and for 17 of them, I have spent most of that time trying to assimilate, trying to integrate, Mm. trying to leave aspects of who I am at the door, trying to mute down my blackness, trying to not, you know, be my Caribbean heritage, even though I was born here in the UK, but my mum's Jamaican, my dad's from Guyana. And I thought, you've got to get your head down. You've got to turn the other cheek. You've got to be the bigger person and you just got to get on. So I was bouncing from one company to another, some of the companies that you've mentioned, whether it's Green King, Cafe Nero, you know, go every time thinking that the grass was going to be greener. In So I was thinking, right, maybe it's just this company and or it's me. Why am I not getting yeah. to this position? Why am I not? Why does it always feel like I'm the difficult one just for having yeah. a voice, just for... And then the flip side of that is why am I being ignored? Do you know what I mean? So like, why am I the one that's coming with PowerPoint presentation and then only to find it's ignored, somebody else comes with a little two piece of something on an A4 sheet of paper and everyone's looking at them like the best thing since sliced bread. And I'm thinking to myself, hang on a minute. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I was just like, no. So so this this was my corporate life. And then I left after having my second daughter, who is now three. And um, ticking along, started HRE Wired. I think I had all of, just to be crystal clear, I started the business in 2019. And between 2019 and June 2020, I had all of one and a half clients. Mm. Um, And I think I earned the grand total of £6,000 in six months. So, you know, know, this Mm. idea that you start your own business and it's all free and light was was not quite my that's your social media though <laughs> yeah honestly oh. this like they don't even know the hustle honestly um and then when Breonna Taylor and George Floyd happened it was really interesting because I found myself in inverted commas acting up on LinkedIn so acting up, up until, you know yeah wow. acting up right <laughs> so I was like, up until this point I was the least offensive person you could ever come across I didn't say boo to a ghost <laughs> I was, but you know when you're just like, yeah, let's talk about remote working. Let's talk about the impact of the virus on kind of like yeah. flexible working. I was that person, right? Yeah. Always yeah. miss congeniality from that point of view. And so when in the UK we started to hear people go, oh yeah, but this racism thing is, is so bad in America, isn't it? Thank goodness we don't have that. Mm. Shireen, you haven't, clearly you haven't experienced racism because look at the degrees you've got. And mm. I was like choking. Mm. Do you know, I was literally on my Pepsi Max. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> I was literally thinking to myself, are you serious? And then I literally found myself recording a video. I wasn't known for video, just to be clear. Yeah. Recorded a video in my bedroom, just talked 20 minutes and I posted it on YouTube. But in, the night before I went to share it on LinkedIn, because you know LinkedIn's a professional platform, right? So that's the, yep. that's the one for work. Allegedly. And I had a break. Allegedly. <laughs> right, let me tell you, because I've got stories. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so when I did this, you know, did the video and whatever, and I had a breakdown the night before because I was so worried about speaking about racism because I'd spent 17 years trying to be the black woman not talking about race. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And so I, and then in that moment, and I remember my partner going, well, 
like I'm not being funny, but if you're not sleeping in, like I'd snot coming out all sorts of stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I can't do it. And nobody's going to work with me. And you're going to have to carry the family for a whole year. And, you know, it's going to take me yeah. another six months, you know. So I was going through all of this stuff. And I'll be completely honest, because I'm very honest when I always tell people this, is that I had to confront my biggest fear. Yeah. And my biggest fear was that if I start speaking out about racism, my experiences of being a black um, a black woman here in the UK, a mum of, you know, I've got my eldest daughter is black, my youngest daughter is biracial. Yeah. Um, I just thought that is it for me, but more importantly, that I was gonna get rejected by white people. And it was yeah. the first time that I'd realized I had navigated my career, always thinking about acceptance and opportunity comes from white spaces yeah so for me to, did you know what i mean so for me to speak out about that was almost like it was the ultimate opposite of how i had been socialized into yeah. you you we defer to white people we don't want to make people feel comfortable we don't want to so we're always the one falling back we're always the yeah. one that turns the other cheek and when we do that that's when we're centering whiteness because we're, we're falling into that racial hierarchy that says our voices don't matter. We are not important enough or we are not more important. And if push comes to shove, society is going to choose white people over somebody who looks like me or, or us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I, so I did the video and I thought, sod it. I'm just going to carry on talking. So I carried on and, one video became two videos, became 10, became 50, became 100. Then I got featured in Forbes, then I carried on going. So I think I've done nearly yeah. 200, you yeah. know, and then it just spearheaded. But all of the stuff that came after, whether it's the LinkedIn top voice, I talk about racism, white supremacy, <laughs> racist ideology every single day. Mm. Yeah, you do. Because I follow <laughs> you on Insta. Sorry, you know, it's did. <laughs> you're doing the lord's work because it that could never be me honestly yeah i'm sorry thank you though yeah yeah no, gratitude no, no you listen but the thing is i'll be really honest part of me feels like i'm atoning for my silence because you know like when you yeah so you know there's a big you know where people are like oh but you know what because i want to change the world i'm like listen I feel guilty about the fact that I didn't stand up for myself, nor did I stand up for people who looked like me all of those years, yeah. you know, when I was leading yeah. really large teams, etc. So this is kind of like my way of, yeah, making up for it, but channeling it in a positive way, which is yeah. why I am yeah. so challenging. Yeah. And, um, you know, some people might say like, you're so rude, I don't know how you get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Honest or rude? Well, mm -hmm. listen, depend, but depending on the time of the day. But I'm just like, look, we, we got, if, if we're going to do something about this, we can't be tiptoeing around it and, you know, being mm -hmm. all like, this is about diversity and inclusion. And this, this isn't about, this is about racism. No, it's about racism. It's about racism. This is about exclusion. This is about um, economic disempowerment, right? Because we're not part of those structures that allow us to do for ourselves and to thrive. So that's that's been the driving force about how I've showed up, you know, for most of this year. And, you know, I bring that energy into HRE Wired, which is the company that I run. But, mm. you know, as you talked about with the conference and the Level Up campaign. So the Level Up campaign came from an understanding that I'd spent the last year trying to convince CEOs to get with the programme. Yeah. 
And I was like, listen, you can't keep talking and putting up your little, you know, what's it called? Hashtag stands in solidarity or whatever it is. Black squares. You know, black squares. Yeah. Um, you know, the the supermarkets coming together and saying we stand together over racism when they still got people who are not paid properly and, and, and. So they don't have no black people in senior positions and at all the all. rest of it. At all. Mm. At all. Yeah, because that was the next thing I was going to ask you about. It was kind of like, what was the the inspiration or the idea that, that sparked the campaign for you? What was that kind of like magic moment? You were like, no, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to get people and companies to engage with me on this in a in a better way i think um part and parcel this is part of my journey right so some i'm very honest in talking about i have to undo the social conditioning so there's Mm. certain things that i i make decisions about how i'm going to show up and part of me almost thinks oh my goodness like what if nobody hires me what if somebody thinks like here she is she's race baiting she's doing this she's doing that (coughs) and that's all the voices that we've had collectively over the years that stops us from doing or saying the things that need to be said. So I've got to push against that, but also recognizing that we can carry on waiting, right? For the CEOs, for the directors, for the business, for whoever it is to step aside and invest and do what's right to, you know, to fix this issue within their organizations or So I can carry on doing that and that's what I do and companies pay me money to do that and that's fine. But this same information, this same knowledge that I'm giving to the CEOs, the same sessions that my team are running, we can literally say to everybody else, even if you're not a manager, even if you feel like you don't have any power, let me give to you the information that I'm giving to your board of directors so you can basically work brain. That's like, like I'm paraphrasing, but you know, like how you can be strategic in how you speak true to power, how when people are asking you questions and you're not too sure how to answer above and beyond your lived experience, let me give you some business language. Let me give you, you know, access to the articles, to the podcast, to the, um, to the assessments that they can take. So you are armed then. So when they step to you, thinking that you are going to back down you can be like right listen in terms of what you could be doing have you thought about x y and z and they will start looking at those colleagues differently and that is us taking back our power because i think for me like i think we've 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 had conversations even on the podcast before about like the power of affinity networks Mm. and how much as individuals we we should partake in these kind of diversity conversations because we still have to get our day jobs done and I do kind of always my kind of analogy is putting your head above the parapet in terms of when you begin to kind of push for change outside of yeah we'll give you 500 pounds um for um a black history month event and during black history month we'll have like rice and peas and jerk Mm -hmm. chicken in the cafeteria when you begin to kind of push for so much more like how do you how do you how do you balance that with your overall career and how do you know when too much you're doing too much or how do you know when you're not doing enough if that makes sense yeah it does I think some of it boils down to it's really personal 
Right, so I, the example that I often use, um, you know, like when I do keynotes and I'm talking, whether it's to whole companies or to employee resource groups, and I'm saying, look, back in the 1960s, in the height of the civil rights movement, or maybe the 1980s riot, the Brixton riots that we had, um, like slightly just before I was born, but, mm -hmm. you know, all of that stuff, there would have been people who were like, right, this is what needs to change, this is what needs to be different, and there are other people that weren't there yet. So you've always got to be conscious of people's journeys and not sit in judgment. So I don't sit in judgment for those people who are uncomfortable, who don't want to speak mm. out, who are worried, who, who are fearful. What I will mm. do, though, is I will keep lighting a spark for those who have had enough like I had enough last year. Because yeah. you can have enough and want to do something, but you don't know what to do. And mm -hmm. you don't know how to navigate this in a way that doesn't give off the impression that it's all about you. So therefore you lose the be able to influence, but also yeah. you don't want to also be like the angry fill in the blanks, you know, the angry black man, the angry yeah. black woman, the angry, you know, whatever else it is. So this is about giving people information that I wish I had, you know, right when, even when I was in HR, cause we don't talk about racism. You know, I've, I've got two degrees. Let me tell you, racism never came up once in relation to people. It never, yeah. never, never mm. very you know? interesting so yeah. yeah so you kind of thinking <coughs> so everyone assumes that there is this universal knowledge and there isn't so we got to figure it out as we go along but i think all i did was as i'm figuring it out i was sharing and i was sharing through yeah. video and i was sharing through articles and and so but some people are thinking well she's talking to ceos or she's talking to decision makers that's not me and now what mm. I'm saying is use that same information. I don't need to try and, um, what's the word? Not dumb it down, but you know what I mean? And go, right, here's your version for you. Yeah. And here's the version for the CEO. We don't need to do that. It's open source. <laughs> so you have that. So then they can't step to you with any nonsense because you're like, no, because I'm reading the same thing you're reading. <laughs> you know? I mean, mm. like sometimes I, I do always like wonder, like what, 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 kind of CEOs and boards are going through when they're like engaging in these very performative actions when deep down that they know that there is no kind of real motivation for change and so sometimes I I know from my own personal experience that it got really frustrating for me because mm. it was just kind of like oh let okay you know let's just sort out the pipeline like let's just do like really diverse graduate recruitment and um you know we'll just wait for for all this diversity to like filter and trickle through and it, it to me it just got to a point where i actually found it quite stressful and not actually good for my mental health to begin mm. to like have these conversations again and again and again and again um with these kind of senior boards and the question to me is is always trying to understand is like how much can we do as you know individuals so would you recommend when it comes to using level up that maybe it'd be two black worth two black colleagues going through the information and kind of presenting it together is there like different ways that you can take level up mm. and the information it's providing yes. to kind of make it work for you and your organization without feeling very vulnerable yes so a hundred percent so i we only have to look at the example of brew dog yeah. right so you know and all of those colleagues that came together and basically said enough is enough and and to some extent, there is security in numbers. So whether it is fellow colleagues who, you know, share the same or similar lived experiences. So I refer to, I don't refer to us as ethnic minorities. I talk about global majority. 
you know, yeah. us black and brown people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So whether it's global majority colleagues, as kind of a group of you are going, right, let's, let's come up with our own strategy here. Mm-hmm. We don't feel like our organisation is doing enough. But before we just start the sentence and finish with that, let's have a look and think, right, if we're going to give them three points that we feel they should either do differently or we're just going to ask them questions because that's the other thing. You can ask questions. We don't have to be the ones that come up with the answers. Mm. Like it's my job, partly as part of the company to help them come up with the answers. But in that sphere, you all you want to do is get them to think a little bit differently. So you can either come together as a small group of you or two people or mm. even... There's a lot of people who I get lots of messages from who are the only black person in their organisation. Yeah. So, which has been my world a few times. But they are, when I asked the question, I was like, look, is there anybody who is gunning for this or you think is really supportive in this? And they start rattling off like one or two people, you know, who quote unquote have been drinking the Kool-Aid and now are like pro-black and, and pro. And I said, right. <laughs> 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 Oh my God. <laughs> that is jokes. <laughs> yeah, but it's true though, isn't it? Because you know, there's, there's, mm-hmm. I don't wrong them. It's true, but I, I don't wrong because I call them cousins, right? So I call them cousins. So I said, look, look for some advocates and allies who will have your back. And to some extent, they can use their privilege as a bit of a buffer for you, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, as we know, the reaction that we get when we bring certain things to the table is very different to somebody to somebody who doesn't look like us exactly exactly they get response where we get crickets Mm, mm. so this is then about being smart with that and going right so it might be that you got to come up with like one or two prongs of attack and then the people that you know all these so-called allies that are like if there's anything that you need me to do you go right i've got a job for you listen actually yes i I do i do So, so then you say to them listen Here's this letter template. Like we've got, to, we're going to tweak this to make it work for us. But I think it'd be really good if you sent this letter. Because then one, you're trying to see who the real allies are mm-hmm. and who's really down yeah. for this. Yeah. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Who's really ride or die? Mm-hmm. Or who just, who just wants to be like, you know, just to be seen to be waking the Jamaican flag at Nottingham Carnival? Ain't the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Wow>. Them people. <laughs> wow. mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not the same. I don't care. I don't care if you can dotty wine. It is not the same Hello thing. Hello from really the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you didn't. Oh, my goodness. And you know, I wasn't even thinking about the original version. I was thinking about the reggae love is rock version, you know, when she started singing. Oh, my God. Shireen, you're killing me today. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but, you know, so you know, that's when... That's it, though, isn't it? That's it. You got, they've got to start yeah. pulling up. Yeah, pull, pull up. their weight as well, isn't it? Because we're not going right. to do it by ourselves. And I think they're so yeah. important, like sometimes a lot of the conversations we have we're just in an echo chamber we're talking to ourselves we don't need to be talking to ourselves we already know the deal so how do we get it out of like our immediate context and communities we need to hold some people to account and if you're out there saying yeah 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 well guess what we're gonna give you a little letter template we're gonna ask you to do this you're (laughs) gonna have to show up and if you don't then if i'm looking at you sideways i don't want to hear anything about Mm. oh so and so is aggressive this that and the Mm -hmm. other no it's because you were caught red-handed lying through your sorry go on no I was just gonna say beyond that as well like Shireen what does what has changed looked like for your work so far because 
you know, I'm interested to know about the companies who have been receptive to your offer. You know, what is the difference for them between mm, what you provide in comparison mm. to, you know, their, their equity and diversity inclusion group exactly. or the person that they've employed or their Black History Month? Like, how, do, what are your measures to know? Do you have measures? Like, mm, yes. you know, what does change, <laughs> yeah, what does change yeah, yeah, look yeah. like? Because obviously you're an outsider working in. Yes. Um, so how do you know these organisations have truly been receptive and not just sort of, yeah, tick box, we had a workshop, tick box, we had a listening group. Like, what does change, what has changed looked like? I think, so first off, I always say, like, I put people into two buckets, right? So you've got, you've either got the CEOs or the decision makers who want to do something, but they don't know how. And I always say, I can always work with people like that. Always. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't even matter if they say the wrong thing, if they, if they mess up, like I've always got time for that because they've already consciously made a decision on which side of this they want to be. Um, there's the second group, however, who don't want to do anything, yeah. but need convincing about why. And you will hear, because I've had that, so I've actually turned people down and turn companies down and even submitted proposals and their feedback meant I've stepped away. Mm. So I've had, um, and I can give very specific examples. And interestingly, it is not all white people that say this, right? So of this is, not. I will say this. <laughs> There's a lot Come of pagans on. around. Pagans. Right. Babylonians, sorry. Right. <laughs> Go through, I want the tea. You want the tea, yeah. right? So I had, I had one, um, one woman who basically, who's a black woman, Right. So she was hyped and gassed. And then when it came to doing some workshops, I actually wasn't going to run them. It was going to be somebody else in my team. Mm -hmm. And she basically said, yeah, so before you do the workshops, um, the thing is, um, can we just make sure there's no overt terms of like, what's that phrase you use? white um and i was like which one privilege supremacy or like which one is it <laughs> and, um, she was, do you know what i mean because i'm just like listen because she's stuttering she is stuttering so she's like oh yeah because she said you know i want to ease them into this and i just worry that if you start with that so so i what told her it? later hmm. i told her later told her about her business she, she was shocked yeah but maybe she, she was a version of shireen five ten years Ooh, ago that's the but but that's true no, but the difference is she didn't even she didn't even make excuses and that's the difference you see mm. so some people will say listen Shireen I'm going to be real with you right now we got to find a way because this is what I'm dealing with mm. so okay, this came yeah, yeah. do you see what there's a difference mm -hmm. this came difference, from yeah. her right so there's probably lots of reasons but all I said to her I was very nice I wasn't rude I mean I cussed behind the scenes don't get me wrong so I was like <laughs> I, was, I was like skinny teeth and everything but what I said to her is and I said look until you are in a space of being able to have an honest conversation, we can't help you. Mm. Yeah. Because where, where, where we are, because of the fact that we've been pandering to white comfort, I cannot co-sign that. That's right, brand integrity. Can I just integrity. pause you there? And this is why you started off with your one and a half clients and your 6,000 or whatever, because I rate that. And I think for the entrepreneurs in the in in the building listening, sometimes you have to say no to stay true oh. to your values and mm -hmm. your purpose. And I one hundred percent rate that. 
A hundred percent. And you know, and, I've, and unfortunately I've had to do it more than one time. I had somebody else who um, was very excited um, and you know, they were like, yeah, got a few of their team members on a video call. Imagine we're all talking about, yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna do, we're gonna do, until it got to the crux. And I was like, yeah, hold on a minute, just to be crystal clear, you do realize we are not diversity and inclusion specialists. I said, if you want to take action around racism, so if you want to become anti-racist as an organization mm. and you want to advance racial equity, so the anti-racism piece is, are we prepared to look to where racism manifests itself and do something about it? The advancing <clears throat> racial equity pieces, are we ready to create equitable and socially just workplaces, which means we recognize some of the barriers, we take away some of those barriers, but we also put some things in place to level the playing field. That's the difference between the two. Mm. And he turned around and said, oh yeah, but if this is just for black people, the board will never sign it off. What? Ooh. If this is wah, just wah, for... Wah. Yeah, but the thing is, oh, now there was no black people. Oh, now there was no black people in that business, and this is the problem that they can't even see. No, but listen, but listen to me. Two of the black people, two of the people on the call were black. (laughs) I think, and they never said, and they didn't say anything. It it doesn't really surprise me. It doesn't really surprise me because there's like a wider conversation um, here that people still not ready to have about yeah. anti-blackness mm-hmm. yes. Yes. and people are still yes. not happy with saying the word black and still not happy with you know even being comfortable not comfortable because you never be comfortable but even just being honest about racism you know mm. some people still in denial that institutional racism yeah. exists yeah. some people still in yeah. in denial that black people some people the whole government said so babes wait they released yeah. our report don't even talk about that report please please please, please. yeah <laughs> it's like i what you're saying is like wow shock horror but to me it's still having worked in these corporate organizations for over 10 years it still doesn't surprise me and i don't feel like it has is actually improved because what i see a lot more of and hear a lot more of is oh i don't see color oh i don't Mm. see color it's a meritocracy so if you did the job just work hard enough right 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 and i still and the other thing is as well to say that I had, you know, LinkedIn is meant to be, as we said at the beginning, the professional platform, right? But I had yeah. all of the trolling mm-hmm. was not yeah, from in inverted commas, uneducated people yeah. who don't no. know better. This is from chief marketing officers, chief financial officers, non-execs, HR directors. One HR director with a whole chest came on one of my posts and oh. said, have you thought that maybe it's just that as black people, they're just not working hard enough and maybe this is a wake-up call? Listen, I, listen. This is why I say, I always say this and I tweet like every month, LinkedIn, I'm sorry, is the scummiest of all the platforms oh, because God. it's the one when people move mad, it's like you can actually see where they work and where they influence. So it's but even more care. like, horrific and they just it's actually the worst like the comments i see when all this stuff Mm -hmm. was going on you know black squares george floyd um breonna taylor the posts that people are posting obviously to make awareness and then the comments underneath oh my goodness that platform because otherwise i would have started getting linkedin fingers because i just couldn't you want to cost you wanted to cuss but also there's some points and i'm not gonna lie to you i would cry mm. like i would sit here and i remember at one point my um so i i will have people follow me so if i block them on linkedin they they follow me to youtube so when it's so the certain things you know when you're just thinking you people got time today oh. so you gotta you gotta so as quick as i'm pressing block on one platform i gotta move wow. to the next one and see if it, you know because they're all coming with <laughs> like even imaginary laugh. Laugh. I should, it's like you a know, video so game funny. 
It is. They don't have literally. any behaviour at all. They don't. They, they've got no shame. They, you know, they're coming off and spouting off. And so I remember it, I was in my, um, I've got like a basement office in my house, basically so yeah. I can hide from the kids. You know, <laughs> Chantel, you need one. Yeah. I need to hide of from all the, the kids. floors in my house, there's no basement, babe. Sorry. Honestly, I know. Aww. But I need to just hide from the kids. And, you know, like even when I've got nothing to do, I'm still down here. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm working. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm busy. Don't come for me. But and she said, and I was like, I don't know how much more because this happens in waves. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I'd love to tell you it's disappeared. It still happens. And um, she was like, listen, they're probably living in their parents' house at forty years old. Ain't got nothing going on. Literally. And I was like, wow. I was like, right, okay then, fair enough. You know. So she was like, you keep going. That's like the only time she give me props. Other than that, I'm still I'm back to being like in a very commas Facebook mom with no followers on TikTok. So <laughs> you know, that was the one time that she. Oh. You know, so that was really sweet. And, you know, and I do, but it's after a while, particularly when other voices become quieter. So last yeah. year, as you know, like everyone was hyped, right? We were all hyped, all vexed, mm -hmm. all hyped, all coming hard. But as that starts to die down, mm -hmm. you know, as the people who went from anti-racist consultants went back to being diversity and inclusion consultants, you end up being the only voice or the very few voices now the positive of that another business lesson 101 is the more you can niche the better it is because when people will look for something specific they're not looking for generalists so yeah. um you know to answer the question about when these organizations were stepping to me they had everybody else talking from a dni perspective yeah. And in their minds, they're going, but we spent a fortune. We got a diversity and inclusion person. We got this going on. We got that going on. So how is this still an issue? So then I was the voice who was talking every single yeah. day about this. So they were literally like, well, she understands what's going on. And she yeah. understands what's going on in our organisation. So we need to come and talk to her. So that's what happened. So I did work. I've done work with Nando's, with Total Jobs, with the BBC, with the Duke of Edinburgh Awards, right? First time even though they're connected to the royal family, first time that they've ever faced into issues that happen in society, in inverted commas, do you know what I mean? Where they've actually yeah. taken that. Historically, they've never done that before because of, you know, the links to the royal family. But the CEO was like, not on my watch. Well so done. And you, you were the guy. Well done. Do you know yes. what I mean? So she was Either like, not on my watch. Right. And, you know, the total jobs, I, I, I saw the CEO and he's talking at the conference, actually. So I was literally like, I was like, hi. So listen, mm -hmm. I've got this idea to do this conference, John. Will you come and talk? And he was like, well, you know, um, and because I give them real talk. So because yeah. I'm mm -hmm. not pandering to that and they could be CEOs, they could be whatever. But I've I've so gone out of my cage, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know what, either you're like you're paying me you so you i'm going to give you the best of my advice if you don't want to pay attention to that you don't want to pay attention to what the people in my company are telling you that's okay right but i'm that's not going to pander right i'm not going to pander to that though yeah i'm going to give you real so that talk leads kind of... <laughs> sorry i was going to say that leads kind of nicely into the next point about the kind of the conference that we spoke about mm -hmm. briefly this happened on the 23rd of september um so are you able to tell us like a little bit about what people can expect when they attend again kind of what you think the outcome of it will be and also what was the inspiration for wanting to do a conference well I'll, in reverse order the inspiration Sorry, was i just no 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 it's no it's good so because i'm just where my brain works right so i one i was vexed so i kept seeing mm. <laughs> i'm just gonna be really honest right so i'm just gonna that's why i thought let me start with that one 
let me start with that question. I was vexed. So I started to see people who were diversity and inclusion in inverted commas, who could, who still stutter over saying the word black, mm. suddenly yeah. start to oh do their conferences talking about, and um, what was the phrase that they used? Like, they would use like, you know. Bane, pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so this is gonna be a conference, <clears throat> you know, how do you do with the bane? And no offense, right, just in case anybody from some of these organizations, I'm not gonna name any conference names, but yeah. mm. they were dragging out the most dry biscuit of people. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying to you? It's so always like, the way. It's always the way. So you know somebody who's been working in DNI for like 25 years, right? Who had not a lot to say about racism. So they're bringing them out. And so they're bringing out these same people. And I'm not being funny, but if I'm a colleague in the... I'm thinking about when I was in yeah. the workplace now. So if yeah. I'm in the workplace, if that's the best that you can bring me to help me try and nudge, poke, drag my company kicking and screaming, I might as well go back home. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? I might so I'm so I sat there and I thought I gotta do better than this. So I mm. literally um so I had the idea, so because I live by video, right? So I send people little videos. So I sent my little CEO folks I was like, Hi, so would you do this? I hadn't even done a website, I hadn't even had a concept, I had nothing. Love I was it. like, listen, mm. let me go and do this. So then um so they said yes. I went, right, who do I want to go and speak? Who speaks truth to power? Who do I find inspiring just because she don't give the proverbial Dr. Shola. Yeah. Yes, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I was so excited Love to see her. you on the lineup. I was like, yes. Right. So yes. I. So yeah, when yeah, I messaged yeah. when I messaged her via her website, I still had no website, right? So I still had nothing. I was literally, and I just told it. So I recorded it. I was like, listen, hi, Dr. Shola, if you see this video, I'm a mum of two kids. I live in Kent. I'm nobody famous, but this is what I want to do. This is why. And uh, no word of a lie, her company came back in two days and said, this is their speaker agency. If we can make the dates work, she'll do it. Lovely. Right. So she, so she said, yes. Then I was like, right, because music is my thing. So when I used to do a lot of my live conversations, I'm I'm the one playing like Stone Love. Yes. (laughs) So I'm playing like Barrington Leve. I'm playing, (laughs) playing like, you know, and LinkedIn, LinkedIn don't know what to do with itself because then I'm bringing out all the people from Canada, (laughs) you know, from the Caribbean, from America and everyone's busting Lyric and Verse, right? In the comments and LinkedIn don't know. They've caught me off a few times for that, but. Bonjour. All right, driver, don't stop at yes, all. You know, you, oh my gosh, you're like killing me, man. Yes, I love it. Oh, you know, so I was like, right, so I want music, and I was thinking, well, the reality is, there's a lot of people in leadership positions who yeah. are roughly going to be. So I'm forty. They're going to roughly be in my um, age bracket. So I'm thinking about the demographics of the people who engaged the demographics of the people who love the fact that i play music so you got listen you can see the straightest of ceos and they're coming like oh my god i remember when this key sweat song coming out and i'm like pardon what do you know about key sweat you know so they're coming they're coming right so i thought right so if i'm gonna do this i don't want the people that are attracted to the dry biscuit conference mm. i want trevor nelson right mm. Ooh, so yeah so i went to trevor nelson's agency they told me to do one oh, <laughs> they told me no they were like no no and I was like listen so I gave a whole stop story I was like yeah when I was in is in the 1990s it was Trevor Nelson that introduced me to R&B music which is true because I used to record (laughs) his his show so obviously you know so that was all true and I was trying everything his agency was like he's not doing it for this amount of money he's not doing it for this amount of time so no so you know what I said I'm not having that so I sent him a DM on Twitter I was like hi Trevor (laughs) oh I love it persistence I've got no show it's right so I said how do you got to lose nothing 
nothing. Nothing. I was adamant. I was like, if I'm going to do this, because people were giving me, like, no offence, DJ Spoonie, in case you're listening. But somebody was... <laughs> <laughs> You can't say Spoonie and Nelson. You know they got beef. Right. So somebody, you know, somebody very well-meaning was like, well, you can go for DJ Spoonie. I was like, no, 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 no. I want Trevor Nelson. So I'm going to get Trevor Nelson. So Trevor said, right, contact this other agency. Not And he said, look, I'm making no promises. And he was really funny. He was like, I don't even know this Twitter um, DM thingy anyway. So I don't even know how he even saw it. Um and so I contacted the universe, his the universe, the universe. Like needed to see it. Mm. Right. He's, he's, and he's got this quite young white white woman working for him. So I was like, Jess, talking to her, I said, Jess, I'm I'm going to be straight with you. Do whatever you need to do to get him to say yes. And she was like, leave it with me. We'll make no promises. And we were literally like, oh God. Like me and Laura, you know, we worked in my team and everyone was like, have you got Trevor Nelson? I was like, don't talk to me about it. Don't talk to me about it. Don't talk. And then he came through and he said, yes. And I was Wicked. like, yeah. Because he don't do corporate gigs because too dry biscuit. And I was like, listen, mm. I'm the most informal person. <laughs> <laughs> love this. I love this. <laughs> so he was like, I don't do it because he's, you know, he's, he's been there done yeah, that he don't need yeah. to. And, you know, I said, listen, I'm a vibe. I am a vibe. I'll be the one like bogling, trying I to do the butterfly. I am a vibe. Wait, quote, quote. <laughs> yeah, I you have to tell vibe. them. That's what, so yeah, he said yes. Yeah. So in essence, if that doesn't make anyone want to come, and the seriousness, you know, we are, it's going to be very serious in terms yeah. of we are talking about moving the conversation now. We've got to get into action. But I have a fabulous studio who's given me like Hollywood style backdrops. So Ooh, it's all nice. 3D virtual world backdrops. So it's going to be amazing. I will send you a clip afterwards of the behind the scenes stuff just so you can see. It's on Love YouTube, it. but I'll send it to you. Um, so this is not kind of me and my house. So, <laughs> you know who, is, who is the conference for? Because um, I know that we we will be promoting this to our fellow Black women working. We are all riding for the level up. But I, who is the conference aimed at a particular demographic? No, so the conference is aimed. So my starting point is: if you care enough and you want to do something about this within your organisation, you need to come. Mm. Right. So this mm. is. In, in an ideal world, if I could get like half of the CEOs in a room and, you know, the HR people, the DEI people um, and say to them, like shake them a little bit, because, you know, I've got to give some real talk. Dr. Shola, of course, as you can imagine, she's going to be talking about black liberation. So she ain't pulling no punches. Mm-mm. Yeah, so, of course. You know, so this, this, I want those. But I also want those colleagues who are listening and thinking to themselves, I'm just tired of the BS, right? So I'm tired. I'm trying to do what I'm trying to do. Like, and they feel like they're the only ones because it can be very lonely. I know how lonely I feel doing this work, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. you know? So if um, you're um, in an organisation and it's just you with a few of your ride or dies, you know, the few allies that have drunk the Kool-Aid as well, that's still quite lonely because you're thinking, maybe this is what nobody else is doing anything. There's not CEOs who are actually making a difference. I don't have anyone to connect with or to learn from. And I'm saying, never mind the DNI people, these are CEOs who have been on the journey right so mm. they're going to share their experiences i've got somebody from walmart an amazing guy um he's got an amazing personal story but does a lot and, and walmart do a lot with racial justice he's been virtually beamed into the studio to go and you know to go and do this so i've really thought carefully i've got lady phil from uk black pride yes i saw oh, that yeah, she was on yeah, the roster yeah. i'm so glad to have you she does so much good yeah. work she does and i had to beg her so let, let me be crystal clear i've been begging her for a year <laughs> 
right, to do something. And I sent her a voice note on LinkedIn. I was like, Lady Phil, I swear to God, what do I need to do? She was like, you're so funny. If we can make the dates work. And then we made the dates work. And I said to her team, you better block out her diary because she ain't doing nothing. <laughs> She's not doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Shereen, we need an asset. We need, we need the talk. How am I going to convince my boss to pay for my ticket, bro? What do I yeah. need to say? Give us yeah, an asset, That's a good please. question, yeah. <laughs> I was, because it's so all very well, because I know, this is I know. what we're here doing isn't it it's like our black women working are going to be listening they're they're listening to the lineup they're like yeah i want to be down i want to hear real yeah. blackness come through i want to hear the allies now i need to convince my boss to give me a day off to attend this training and i have to figure out the um investment in my in my time at this space yes. P- give us give us our assets what are our three reasons to release us on the 23rd The three reasons to release you are number one, this is the time to have a sense check of what, where the world is going and what they might need to do differently before they get left behind. Right. Mm. So that's because that's, that's the reality is all these companies are still dragging their feet. They're going to get left behind because when they're trying to hire more black people, we're all going, yeah, but what have you, what have you been doing about this issue? So you've got to have an answer. So you coming to the conference is going to help them come up with the answer when they're asked. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's point one. Point two, for £150, genuinely, I don't know where you can go to any arena to go and hear from CEOs, to go and hear from the top Fortune 100 company, Walmart, right? We can't even, well, who else in the UK can even get people like this? Yeah, you know, so, so you've got all of these, these different lineups. We're going to talk about data. We're going to talk practical tips about how to build a plan. So people, and there's loads of stuff in around that. And I've got lots of stuff that I can send people as follow-up. So you're going to be coming with all of this stuff, you know, so I can bring all of this stuff back. Um, but most importantly, you can just be in a, in a space, and this is a personal thing now. So you're going to be in a space with somebody who's unapologetically herself this is me, I'm doing this my way, you know, I'm not ramping, you know, and I've, I've pulled people together to make us feel seen and heard. And I'm demonstrating, I've managed to do this, don't ask me how, like you've, you've basically heard how I chanced it every single time, but I've managed to do this because of how strongly I feel about this. So if I can just give you a percentage of that to inspire you to keep going, to inspire you to not keep internalizing racism, to help you feel like you're not on your own, then like for your emotional and mental well-being, your company has to support you to to give you a space if they are not providing a space for you to get that same Mm. output. Mm. Excellent. I love it. I've made a note. I've made a note. (laughs) I'm I'm not being funny. I'm sending this to my boss. So one, do I not only want the day off and two, but the reasons that you've given are just phenomenal. So, But we do do actually have something special because for our fellow black women listening, there there is a ticket in the bag, isn't there? There is. There is. There is. I will get, listen, you know, you, so you know, you are all there taken care of. And if you would like me to donate some tickets for your fabulous listeners and you can choose, then you've got some tickets, you've got some tickets in the bag. So if there's somebody listening or a couple of people listening who thinking, what what ocean do I need to swim to get Mm -hmm. to this conference, right? Then you can maybe hook them up. So I'll leave that with you to decide the house, but we can make it work. Don't worry, we got it. We 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 got got it it for the level up. We got it for the level up. Well, 
Wow, this this episode has actually just been so. I just want to come and sit down in your basement. No, please. And do you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a Shireen, and I'm gonna throw out the wildcard. Shireen, we want to spend some time with you. I want to be in the basement. Yes. Honestly. Yes. Honestly, yes. we're coming back. We're coming back. Definitely. We'll was, come back. We'll come back. a great conversation. Honestly. Honestly. Yeah. Such oh, a joy. Definitely. Thank you so much, you know. No, you're <laughs> honestly. Thank you. Thank you for the work that you do. And it's really interesting, even with the stuff that I do, right? So I always get, when I get guests on to do my stuff, we, we're always doing this, like, appreciation collective gassation of each other because yes. you know you know when you, you just you get to, to that point because you, you've got to because trying to be you like know, you yeah. well, well it's not even but this work is not easy you know you're no, centering experiences you're centering women who are not seen and heard collectively in the workplace who don't feel like they have a voice who don't feel like there's people out there that you know when sometimes yeah. like oh my god you're talking my language you'll say how did you know this you know, and mm. so your platform is so important, even if you sometimes don't think that anybody's paying attention, you know, because you would get those moments, you know, when you think, why are we yeah. still doing this? You know, and it's like, no, I trust you. There's somebody, there's people listening and you won't know that you've changed. And so I'm telling you just to keep going with what you're doing. That's so real. That's oh, so real. I mean, you. it's a conversation we've definitely had before. So, yeah, you're right. Keep going. Good. Well, anyway, um, we've come to the end of this episode. Um, I just want to thank the listeners for tuning in. As always, like we say, what is it? Please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. But on a serious note, it'd be really great if you could just take five minutes to share this podcast with a friend or with a colleague or with someone you know who possibly doesn't know about Black Women Working Podcast. It's part um, of the level up. It's part of the level up. Exactly. We have... um, Guys. Um, we have had like so many gems like dropped in in this conversation so it'd be really great to keep it going just checking on us with at social media with our bww podcast the hashtag bww podcast but alternatively you can email us at blackwomenworkinguk at gmail.com i think for me the line that i'm going to keep from this and remember is the one that shireen said which is I am a vibe. Mm-hmm. That is what I am leaving and finishing with today. And if there is any other questions, you want to be the person that gets the free tickets that Shireen is offering, please, please, please reach out to us and engage with us on social media and emails. And is there anything else, ladies, we need to say? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I just say that no, season join, five just is join the conversation. Too. Yes, yeah. hashtag. Coming. Yeah, use our hashtag and, and yeah. Yeah, interact with us more than social media, guys, yeah, please. Yeah, DM us. Because we lo- actually love to hear from you guys. Yeah. Well. Honestly, Sometimes we're best. putting stuff out into the ether. And then it'd just be great to know like how people feel, what you want us to talk about, especially with season five coming up. And Shireen, yes, you are a vibe. Thank you so, so, oh, so, so, you. so much for joining us today. And also thank you for actually putting together the level up campaign mm-hmm, yeah. and equipping us with the with what we need in order to make change for the organization that we're in but also for our own lives and as yeah. part of our day-to-day mental health and progression so yeah thank you very very much and yeah let's let's keep it going let's do a little link up whatever we need to do to we, keep do, the vibe we do burning. Well, i'm only 20 minutes away from st pancreas right so there's no excuse <laughs> yeah it, so we can... same here you know i'm only right. 20 minutes away you know north london so other than 20 minutes from st pancreas can you please also let our listeners know where they can find you <laughs> right. so what are your handles what your yes. website all of that stuff too 
Yeah, so I will obviously, if you just want a little entertainment with popcorn, come and find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Because there's always there's always somebody pressed with what you know what I've posted. There's always somebody that's pressed. You know what I mean? So you get to see all of that. Um, but if you want to see like the behind the scenes of who is Shireen Daniels, your best bet is to look for me on Instagram. So Shireen underscore Daniels, um, and you'll see my kids and me being stupid and just all cussing down the place because I tend to do a lot of my cussing right Instagram that way. Um, and then my company um, handles is at HR Rewired. Um, so HR, I'm on Twitter. Honestly, to be honest, if you just type my name in Google, honestly, I've got enough stuff. It I'm does just come like, up I'm just Googled you. <laughs> <laughs> you can go and take your pics. So wherever, you, wherever your platform is choice, I'm, I'm normally there. But LinkedIn and Instagram is where you'll have good fun because I, I am a vibe. <laughs> She's a vibe. That's the name of the episode. Thank you. Oh, I almost said <laughs> that we're not allowed to sing no more because that person's cancelled, but it's calm. Anyway. I know. Yeah. I almost okay. did it too. <laughs> And on that note, guys, we will see you soon and we'll hear from you soon and watch out again for season five. So I'll just say bye, ladies. Bye, Shireen. And until next time. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.